Good morning. So the, we have completed the book of Vaikra. Now we begin the book of Bimidbar. And I say Bimidbar with intent because it's not Bamidbar, it's Bimidbar. Now the problem with saying it's Parashat Bimidbar is that Bimidbar is a word that means um, in the desert of. So if you're going to say it standalone, you don't say it's parashat in the desert of. And if you want to say it's the parasha that translates as in the desert, then you have to say the word bamidbar. So you have a bit of a difficulty there. But bamidbar is probably more accurate anyways. As for where we are in the Torah, we completed, of course, the book of Vaikra. And what will the book of bamidbar be about? Where is it taking off from? Where, where are we continuing from in the book of Bimidbar? The consensus seems to be that we are taking off, I mean, it's, not, it's, it's pretty obvious, that we're continuing from, our, from Mount Sinai. Okay? So the book is going to open with the discussion of the encampment and of the census of the people as they're leaving Mount Sinai. And then we're going to go, and the main topic of the book is going to be the wanderings of the people in the desert. So... If you want to just understand how much time has elapsed in each of the books, so let's say in Genesis and in Bereshit, from the creation of the world until... Thousands. <laughs> yes, a lot of time. Thousands of years. From, and that's until they got into Egypt. In Shemot, it wasn't that much time. It's no. probably what? Until, from... from not even. I mean, if you want to count the census at the beginning as being earlier, but really, let's say when Bnei Israel are in, or it starts when they are in servitude. Yes. It starts so a few you're generations right. You're right. later. You're right. You're right. You're right. So probably what is it? Uh, they leave 20, what like a, a year, years? a year later. Or a year later. It's not. It's wow. not that long. It's not. Like, they leave a year later and then they they go to Har Sinai a month in because they got they get out in in Nisan in fifteenth of Nisan. And then about Sivan, early Sivan, they are by the this is mountain. two months later, not even. Yeah, exactly. Vaikra, the book of Vaikra, nothing, nothing happens in Vaikra. This is like Vaikra is just halachot and laws and kedusha and stuff <clears throat> like that. So we are still two months after leaving Mitzrayim. Yes. So we're still babies here. Yeah, yeah we're still, we're <laughs> still babies here. <laughs> The, the book takes off... Uh, oh, one other thing happened in Shemot, which we forgot to mention, is, that the, build, is the building of the Mishkan. Mishkan. And we know that the building of Mishkan was completed in which month? In, uh, in the first month, month in Nisan. Yes, yes, yes. So if we left in the 15th day of Nisan, so from, it's about the, the, the end of Shemot this, is one year after this is leaving Harsan. This is so yeah. if you take the time of the Makot, which is how many months was the Makot going on? Nine months or something? Yeah, yeah each we were saying about each, each month was one makot. Each month, yeah, exactly. So you have nine months, let's say, of makot. And then you have leaving Egypt in the 15th of Nisan. Then yes. we get to the following first of Nisan. We inaugurate the Mishkan. And that's the end of Shemot. The end of Shemot ends with the inauguration of the Mishkan. So that's only about a couple of years. Yeah. In Shemot, Vaikra, no time elapsed again. And then Bimidbar is taking off from, we'll see in the first pasuk, the second month of that second yes, year. So it's a month after so, the inauguration yeah. of the Mishkan is where we're taking off. So Rosh we're continuing. So okay, now a little bit about the book of Bimidbar. The point of the book of Bimidbar is to show you 
Am Israel as they are traveling in the desert towards Eretz Israel. In fact, the book opens up with the count of the people. And the count is for military-aged men. And why would we be concerned with a military-aged count? Because we have to go into Israel and fight. At this, time, the ex- at this time, the expectation is to go into Israel immediately and to fight. So if we're going to count the people, we need to, you know, a few months from now, we're going to be fighting the, the seven nations of Canaan. And we need to know how, what our army is going to look like. So that seems to be the main purpose of this count in the beginning of Bimidbar. Which shows you the main purpose of the book is the travelings of Bnei Israel, uh, how they went towards Israel and their failings along the way. Of course, obviously they didn't get there in time, so the book could have been a lot shorter. <laughs> yeah, the, the book could have been a lot shorter, and then the book ended up getting much longer because of the failings of Bnei Israel. Some of the themes that we should be looking for in the book of Midbar is to look at Bnei Israel's uh, relationship with Moshe. Because we're going to see their relationship with their leader is going to be strained at many different times. Yes. Especially when there's bad news that strikes. For example, one thing people don't notice is that the, the, um, the rebellion of Korach, what, is it, what does it come right after? The rebellion of Korach comes after the... the parashah of Shalach. Yes. The parashah of the, the Miraglim, of the, yes. the spies. The spies yes. And what, what were we told when the spies... Uh, that we're not going to be able to go into the land of Israel. Yeah. So you could look at the rebellion of Korach as the people getting fed up with Moshe after they hear the bad news that they can't go into the land of Israel. You know, so one, one of the main themes is going to be seeing Bnei Israel's interaction with Moshe's leadership. It's going to be constantly strained, which is to be kind of expected, to be honest, because, you know, it's not easy to be in the desert. And it's not easy to be a leader. And of course, it's not easy to be the leader of Bnei Israel. Because they, only don't, they don't see the good, they only see the... the yeah. <laughs> what else are we going to... So also, also in terms of... Uh, there are going to be many halachot in the book of Bamidbar. Halachot that, to the, to that we, when we read them, we're going to say, Et, why was this not in the book of Aikra? Why is this in the book of Bamidbar? And the Ramban has a theory, which I think is a good one. You just, it's just hard to make work. But you have to really work at it. The Ramban's theory is this, is, is, he says the book of Aikra is the book of holiness. It's the book that contains what Am Yisrael needs in all aspects of life to be holy. Now what are the mitzvot in the book of Bimidbar? The Ramban says these are generally mitzvot that were more temporary mitzvot, meaning they're mitzvot that are more relevant to the Jewish people while they were traveling in the desert. Moving. So for example, if you look at, let's say, Parashat Naso, where we have laws of who may be in the camp and who has to be put out of the camp and the sota and the nazir. The reason we speak about the laws of, of camp life is because, they were, they is because were, we just counted the camp. Yes. So the goal, if you read the Ramban carefully, I mean, if you, if you follow the Ramban's method, you want, you're going to take all of the halakhic portions of the book and try to tie them into the storyline. Because according to the Ramban, again, the main point is not the halakhot, because that was all done in Vaikra. The main point is to tell us about Am Yisrael's experience in the desert. Yeah, yes. And the halakhot are only part of that, of that to, teaching. They want to make us feel like we are there with and them. To, yeah, it's to help us to understand halakhot that are relevant to what we are reading. So the only difficulty is that it's very hard to do. Meaning, you solve the issue of why are there random halakhot in Bimitbar. And they are, they're pretty random. 
uh, and why are they not in Vayikra? So you solve that issue, but now you have the issue of trying to tie every single halakha you read to the story, to the story which is very difficult to do. Okay? Yeah, that's so that, that's one of the... <laughs> Never perfect. It, it's not easy. Now, but, but based on that, you could see that the book of Bimidwar is split between narrative sections, like the early half of Shemot and, and the Bereshit, and halachic section. So it's, it's of, the, of the books we've read so far, it's the least easy to pin down. Shemot was mostly narrative with the, the, the giving of the Torah was halachic, but it was part of that, it was just straight out of that narrative. And we got to Har Sinai, so obviously we're going to learn the laws. Baikra was exclusively laws, and if there was narrative, it was just part of yes. an introduction to a set of laws or something. But the Midbar is going to be half narrative, and then half, half law, and it's extremely difficult to tie the laws into the narrative. But that's what we're going to want to do because otherwise we, we are going to have the question of why, why aren't these laws in Vaikra or something. Really yeah, it's, it's, it's going to give us a, a challenge, but we'll do our best. Uh, what else? Um, oh, finally, the book of Bimidbar, it, is, is, it stretches over a very, very long time. Because at the start of the book, we are just leaving Mount Sinai after receiving the Torah. But at the end of the book, we are at, at the, the we're at, at the, the border, border at what is it, Arvot Moab, ready to go into the land of Israel 40 yes. years Sorry, later. Yes. So some of the happenings of the book are happening in that first year. Yes. And some are in that second year because we're in the second year now. And some of the happenings of Bimidbar are happening in the last year. And the, much of what happens in the middle Nope. Is, is we don't It's not really, it's not really addressed not, Yes Okay Meaning um, It's probably it's in, in, the, in, in the mind is that They were just going I mean, it was just, Yeah uh, exactly We can assume they That they were just so traveling much. They were not moving Yeah so but much. they spent what Like uh, almost 20 years In a place called Kadesh yes, Or something They were not moving so much Correct Correct Okay so So that's basically The overall The overview of the Midbar One interesting thing We're going to see Is that in about the 10th chapter We're going to see the, the book is going to make a, a purposeful attempt of taking us back to one of the last things we saw in the book of Shemot, which was the, the cloud going and taking Bnei Israel when it would move and it would stop, or, or uh, what, what was it? How would the cloud work? Uh, if Bnei Israel, it would go up, then you have to start moving. It would go up, you have to start moving. When you want it to move, and it would, it would sit on the, on the Mishkan when yes. you want it to stay, yes. right? So that, we, we learned about that at the end of, the, of uh, Shemot somewhere. Yes. Yes. We're going to see that come up in like next week's parasha, end of next week's parasha, I think, or the parasha after. No, it's going to be in, in two weeks from now, parasha. We're going to see that same exact paragraph, almost the same exact paragraph, where it's describing the cloud, when it would go up, Benesha would go, when it would, when it would rest, Benesha would stop. And that's to tell us to look back at Shemot, and to, and to remind us where, we're, where we are in, 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 in time. Okay? So, difficult book. Not an easy book. Uh, probably not as it's difficult. Not it's not supposed to be as easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Yeah. But, but to be honest, it's not, I don't and think it's going wanna, to be... We want to touch it. Is, yeah. You want to be a little it, bit... I don't know if it's going to be as difficult as Vaikra. Vaikra was, was very <laughs> difficult. But uh, uh, <laughs> not only with the double parashiyot, just in terms of the content. Uh, there will be a lot of storyline, fascinating narrative that we're going to be able to very, really, really analyze back like in the Bereshit days. But again, they're, they're, the difficulty is more in understanding the layout of the book than in understanding the individual stories. There aren't, the content isn't difficult. The structure is difficult. Okay. All right. That's enough of the introduction. First chapter. First pasuk. 
And God spoke to Moshe in the desert of Sinai through the tent of meeting in the first of the month, the second month in the second year. So Rosh Chodesh. Yes. Yar. Okay. Uh, a year after they had left Egypt. Pasuk 2. Count all of the congregation, the children of Israel, by their families, by their fathers, fathers' houses, according to the numbers of names, every male by their head count. Exactly. Islam is separating, going tribe by tribe. Yeah, yeah. Now, well, we had a count already. Yeah, but this in Parashat Kitisa. Yes, but that count was more just a sum total yes. based on the Machatzit yes. Shekel. Yes, here it's really going. What was? Do you remember what when, when we studied the first count in Kitisa? What we said the purpose was? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. But this, this time they separated. The count and it's very interesting. Yeah, but of course, the because amount, because this numbers, time this time we're counting we're counting brigades. Yes, this time we're counting military units. Because you don't or tribal you units. really change so much. It's incredible. It's the same number as the yeah. first one. Yes. Hey, it's only a, it's only like a month after. So. But many passed away. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, I heard a perush that this is actually that same count, mm-hmm. but this time the Torah is showing us the this time they took that number. That they had the first time And now they broke it down by tribe Because the first time they just want to get a sum total Of the people of Bnei Israel And now this time It's only a month later So they don't need a recount You know, you don't need to do a census every month Yes, correct So they know the general population They're using they the population a, number They still have to give a machasir head shekel It says yet practically Because they're not allowed to count Without a machasir shekel Right, no, my point is They didn't actually count this time it's the same just, count, but this time they're showing us. The tally. It's they're, giving us the tally, tally and it's showing us the breakdown by, by military thing. That's yeah. another. That could explain it. Yes, because true. it's a good question. Very How true. in the world did you go from the previous count to this count and it, the exact just, same? Just number. with the cheta eger, you're gonna have already three, 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 three thousand. Three thousand. <laughs> it must be the same. It's going to be the same. Then if you say, it, yeah, if it's the same amount of people, it's very hard to say it's a different count. Okay, Pasuk 3. From 20 years and up, anybody who goes out of military age, you should count them according to their legions, you and Aharon. Pasuk 4. And with you there will be a man of every tribe. Each person will be the head of his father's house. So by the way, notice that there are a couple of words here that, we, that are not defined for us, but we have to really understand what they mean. The word mishpacha and the word betav. Betav means the, uh, the, the father of the house. Betav means, uh, it seems to be like the very extended family. Oh, it's very extended family. Yeah, very extended family. Mishpacha probably means mishpacha. less extended family. Yeah, okay. Mishpacha is more, more general. I don't know. I don't know which one is more general and which which one's broader and which one's more You're right. Mishpacha is really is the family. family. I think Mishpacha is smaller and Bit Av is bigger because it says Rosh Levit Avotav. Yes. Um, Yeah. Rosh Levit Avotav. He's the head of the Bit Av. Yes. If the head of the Bit Av represents the entire tribe, like the grandfather, that means he must he must be like exactly. He must include a lot of people. Yes. So it is Aaron and to go count with one person of each tribe. 
Yeah, so it's going to be Moshe, Aharon, and then one person of each okay. tribe. Each head of the tribe is going to count together with them. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's going to help them in the count. And it was it very nice be because uh, the, for the first time, Moshe was really meeting each, also Aaron, each member and getting to know them because oh. of the count. That's a nice chidush. I didn't know that. He met every person? Yeah, because they were counting. <laughs> no, but it seems like they used the, these, these heads of the tribes to help get an oh, individual to, to, count. They, they would do it? Maybe, I don't know. Okay. And Moshe met every single, what, 600,000 people you're shaking hands with. Also, Rabbi Babich, he was meeting on a Sunday. On a Sunday, he was meeting. It's true. It's true. He definitely met. He definitely met as many. He, I don't know if, if if Moshe gave a dollar to each one, but uh. no, they, so he took a shaft shekel from each one. Pass okay. These are the people. These are the people at the heads of the tribes that will stand with you. These are the uh, elected of the congregation. So Hashem picked them. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashem picked them directly. Why, why is that a question? No, it doesn't say. He doesn't no, say Moshe should pick them. It says it was, it was known that these were the heads of the. Uh, yeah. Of the, it was probably the, it was probably an obvious choice. Yes, these were yes, probably the leaders yeah, of yeah, Israel. Already they were they were already the leaders. Yeah. But for example. For example, these aren't the leaders that end up becoming the spies. Yes. These are the names of the men who shall stand with you. It looks like Hashem is telling him. Yeah, yeah. Hashem yes. is telling him who to pick. Oh, okay. Oh. These were the elect of the congregation, the princes of the tribes of their fathers, the heads of Alfei Israel doesn't mean the thousands. It means like the... It means the multitudes or something of Israel. How do they translate there? Okay, thousands. Thousands, yes. Uh, Elif is a group of people. And Elif is a group, it, it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be a thousand in number. Elif is a group of people. Moshe and Aaron took these people that were uh, designated by name. And they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month, and they declared their pedigree after the family. That's a very hard thing to translate. Genealogy. By. Genealogy. That means uh, the, the tree of the family. Yeah, they gathered all the people on the first of the second uh, month in that second year, and uh, um, if you if you try to translate, if you try to translate by the son of that, yeah. And it went according to their pedigree of their families, the Misbar Shemot, based on the number of names, from 20 years up and older. From 20 years and older. As God commanded Moshe, uh, he, and he counted them in the desert of Sinai. So, Bezar Shem will continue tomorrow. Exactly. We could skim, there's a lot of skimming we yes, could do in the, the first couple of Yes, because mostly yeah. the numbers and numbers and yeah. numbers. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.